Welcome to the Lifebox Movie Channel Radio Podcast. Today is my esteemed pleasure to have on singer, songwriter, with a brand new album out today, also out actually in September, Miss Kelly Lang. How are you? Hi, Doctor. I'm doing great. How are you? Very good. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. How you been holding up with all this pandemic and everything else going on? You doing okay? I am. I am actually enjoying some quiet time, which I didn't have before. <laughs> and I didn't realize I, I needed probably to pump the brakes. Because I was going, you know, a lot more than I probably needed to have been. So this has been a good reset button for me. Well, I'll tell you what. Like I said, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. But I sat back and I, I was listening to the first cut. Uh, of your brand new album, Old Soul, uh, you put out the song Drive. And this has been playing in my head since I heard it. It hasn't left. And even my review of the song is, this is you did one hell of a job. Oh, thank you. That means so much to me. Thank you very much. I'm sorry it keeps repeating in your head that drives you crazy, right? No, no, no. Actually, it, it, it is. You did it. I'll tell you, I made a comment to this, you know, it's like sequels. In movie sequels, there's very few sequels that sit there and, and right up beside the original. Like a Rocky and a Rocky 2. I use horror movie Halloween, Halloween 2. This is like, if there wouldn't have been the Cars version of this, I would I, I would buy this in a minute if, I would, if I, it would have been brand new out. Oh, that is an ultimate compliment, Doc. Thank you very much. And, and I'm looking over your song list. What brought you to put together such an unbelievable <laughs> album of songs? This is incredible. Well, I, I appreciate that. I love these songs. My passion is for just great music. And these music, have, they do the test of time. You know, you go to a grocery store or get the classic. These songs are still playing in the air, kind of like tapestry of our, our world, you know? And I thought, these bring me back to a simpler time and relaxed and fun era of our lives. And maybe if they affect me like that, they might affect someone else. So I collected my all-time favorite, and believe me, it was hard to narrow them down. I have a list that I could I could keep recording these things for several years. But, <laughs> hey, Rod Stewart, um, did, Rod Stewart did a hell of a job with it. You might have three or four more albums coming out of this. That's my intention. As a matter of fact, on my next album, a friend of mine wants me to cut a Rod Stewart song, Do You Think I'm Sexy? <laughs> Love it. <laughs> I don't think a woman's ever put that song out before. No, they haven't. So I, I flirted with the idea that we were pretty much finished with the project, and, and uh, maybe on the next one. We never know. That's, that's awesome. Now, obviously, looking at some of these songs, I have a couple questions about some of the tracks you have on here. Because some okay. of them are different versions. Uh, like, your love is lifting me higher. Are you doing the Rita Coolidge type version or are you doing the Jackie Wilson type version? I'm doing the Rita Coolidge version. You know, that was in the eighth when I was, you know, growing up and it was on the airwaves all the time. And I just thought she was the coolest thing ever. And I thought, if I ever have the chance to record that, I will. And lo and behold, you know, this was the shot. You, you've, the songs on here are incredible because I, because I see there's, there's a big area uh, that you covered. You didn't just put in like a three-year area, a five-year area. You covered some of the most legendary and iconic songs. And like I said, Drive, I think, is one of these things that when you 
it takes you on a journey, and right now you need that journey. Yeah, I think so, too. It, the whole album kind of puts me, if I was just a listening fan, you know, it puts me in a relaxed state, and it's calming to me. All of these songs make me reflect back on a really safe era in my life or a, a time when life was just fun, you know? It was just more simple, and... and uh, when I recorded them, I had just done such a great time, and all the musicians showed up with smiles on their faces because they recall them. And uh, hopefully that will reflect to the, to the listener. Now, you pointed out something in an interview that, that I didn't realize about the song Drive, that Rick from the Cars did not sing that track. Isn't that crazy? I didn't know Did it. you not think that, too? Up until you, I heard you say it the other day in an interview, I had no idea. I couldn't believe it. And yeah, Ben Orr, Benjamin Orr, the bass player, was actually the one that sang that. I had no clue. I just always loved the song. And I naturally, just in my mind's image, I, I saw Rick singing it. I don't know what I was thinking, but um, yeah, it was, I love fun facts like that. And I didn't realize that Robert Mutt Lang um, actually was a producer of that until I started doing a little digging, which was really fun. And, and, and that's another thing I learned. These are two things. I'm, I'm pretty decent on music and pretty good with knowledge. And I learned two things, both of those things with that interview of yours sharing that. I was like, well, I think a lot of people need to know that. <laughs> I'm glad that I enlightened you because I needed it myself, you know. Sometimes we just assume we know things and, and it's just it's so refreshing to hear some new stuff. Definitely, for sure. And, and like I said, some of the songs just bring back great memories. And I think that like, like with Drive, it brings back a great memory of the 80s. But at the same time, it also, I, I feel, I, I had written on there that I feel like you kind of like brought it, I call it pure. I think your arrangement's pure and pleasant. And uh, I forgot, I, I just had written it not long ago, but I forgot, work would be a little, I'm old. <laughs> but uh, it was pure <laughs> and pleasant. And I really just liked the way it literally, you made it enough yours. It's not an exact copy, nor was it trying to be. And I think that's what, that's what complements the song. Well, one of my favorite things to do is record songs that are generally recorded by men. Because I think when you sing it from a female's perspective, it actually changes the dynamic of the lyric. And you can make it your own just by being a female vocal, you know, but... Um, I have some friends that that have dealt with relationship issues in the past, like, you know, to the man, you know, oh, yeah, act that way and see who's going to pick you up, see who's going to take care of you when you're down, you know, and I, I, I took it from that angle, like, wow, that really hits you in the heart, you know, when you really put an emotion behind that. Well, it, it makes it also relate, and I've said this several times on a couple shows recently, that it also shows that, you know, you go through real-life things, you're just not that star on TV or on the radio that people hear that you go through real life things too. And, and it, I think it really helps your fans relate to the song and to the, you as the artist. And, and, and I'll say this, by the way, I think you're one of the most underrated artists out there. Oh, you know, I, you. I, I was, I'm, I'm very familiar with your work, but I went over a crash course in it just to look over things again and i was and uh, you're by the way your goodbye darling put tears in my eyes by the way just to let you know that's so sweet thank you i you know what if 
if something were to happen to me tomorrow, I can tell you this, it wasn't for me lack of trying. <laughs> I have determination, you know, like you wouldn't believe. But my passion for putting music out to people that, that touches art is, is very uh, important to me. And, you know, although I might not have had radio success, I've had successes in my uh, personal life, and I've had successes with kind words like what you just said that really keep me going. So thank you for that, and thank you for acknowledging that. You know, we're so blessed to have social media now where fans that might not have otherwise heard my music, you know, have the opportunity to do a little research. And thankfully to people like you, more people will hear of it. So you're helping this the process. I, I, was, I was very excited to get you on the show and, and to share. And I, I, I'm, I'm waiting. I can't wait for the new album to come out. Just, you know, I, I, it's just I'm, I'm sitting there going, I'm going, I went literally went through every song. And no joke, I have the list, and, and you're the first two-pager guest on my show, by the way. So you have to, because I, I had, there was a couple, I, it was like two songs, I had to go back and say, who sung that? Because, you know, you sometimes you forget one or two. And I literally had written each one down, and I sit there and says, man, and I listened to every song beside it. And then I sit there, and I was just listening to your voice and drive and going over some of your other songs. And I said, man, I, I, I can't wait. I was like, man, September's too damn far away. Um, <laughs> But, Did you get to go to iTunes to sample any of the others? I have not. I have not. I did Try that. Try that and let me know what you think about some of the samples on the other ones because you'll get an idea of what they'll, they'll be like. I, I definitely will do that. I didn't know that was up and running yet. That's so that's my mistake. I yeah. did not see that, so I apologize for not having that. Yeah, they put, a, they put a smart URL up so you could sample you know, a majority of them, so I'm really excited to share that with you. Oh, I love that. That's fantastic, and I suggest all our listeners to go check it out. But now, as far as the fact of what kind of what, what were some of the influences of you growing up? Because I know you've been around the music. And by the way, cut wise, as far as success wise, your video was one of the first videos shown on CMT. It was. <laughs> yeah, I am. Uh, I was really blown away by the fact that they we just they had just started CMT, and CMT contacted me because my song Lady Lady was out on the Billboard charts, and I knew the people that were starting up the company, they actually paid for my first video on Lady Lady. And, you know, of course, I don't think CMT was, was as big as it grew into eventually, but it was so cool to be part of the, the birth of that channel. And for them to reach out and, and help support me and my music alongside was just unheard of. <laughs> I, I told my publicist about that, and they were like, what? That doesn't happen. I said, I know. <laughs> so I've had some really cool things happen like that. It's just, it's just hilarious when I look back on them. Now I'm going to give one of those Kevin Bacon directional things is, look how influential the cars were on MTV. <laughs> That's true. And, it's like a full and, circle and, moment, and, huh? And Kelly Lang was at their big part of the beginning of, uh, of CMT. See that? You guys have a correlation <laughs> there. <laughs> You're funny. That's a, that's a sweet correlation. I love it. You know, but now tell me some of the, I mean, obviously you grew up around the music business. Mm -hmm. And so who were some of the influences in your life growing up? Well, you know, obviously um, my dad was Conway Twitty's road manager for 25 years. So, um, you know, when you're that young and you're around that powerful of a superstar, you would think that, you know, that would be the, instant influence, but I took him for granted. I really did. I, I 
he was like an uncle, you know. And sometimes I'd get upset with him or, you know, dad Conway's on the phone. And I didn't think anything about it. I really didn't. Right. Or Loretta would call needing advice or George Jones or something. I, I thought Name every daddy. Dropper. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> yeah, you know, really. I thought every daddy worked for somebody like that. It was just super normal for me. You know, and then I think that's why I wrote the song Goodbye Darling because it hit me so hard after he had passed. Like, oh my gosh, I took him for granted. Right. I don't want to do that to anybody anymore, you know? And um, I recorded, I wrote that song and recorded it the day after I um, I wrote it, and I gave it to Conway's kids as a gift, never intending to put it out. It was simply just in honor of their dad, you know? Right. And it just kind of took off from there. I had a you know, label opportunity, and they wanted that song, and then the Tweety family supported me doing the video on that, and it, it's done really well on YouTube. Y'all should go check it out. You know? Absolutely, it it is fantastic. Like I said, I mean, I list, I listened to it one and a half times. I was like, you know, my allergies are bothering me. I got to stop. I have an interview to do. <laughs> you know, yeah, this thing is wonderful. Goodbye, darling, on my YouTube channel, and and uh, you'll see, you know, maybe some video that you might not have seen of Conway. And if you haven't really been familiar with Conway, he's worth doing some research on. He was quite amazing. Can Can you give me a one great memory of of, of the legendary Conway Twenty? Well, um, I was six years old and went, was at his house in Moore, Oklahoma. It was a ranch-style home with a beautiful pool out back. He had a really cool music room. It was done in black and red, and he had a little stage in his, in his music room. And, but he was sitting on a black leather couch, and we were all gathered around him as he played guitar. And I was, I was at his feet, you know, and he was singing... You've never been this far before. He was thinking about recording it, okay? And while he was singing it, he sang the bass line of boom, boom, boom. He said, that's where the bass is going to go. And lo and behold, he ended up singing the bass part, boom, boom, boom. And it ended up being like on their, you know, merchandise buttons, and it was kind of the big thing of that era. And he was, he was um, pre-predicting, I guess, think, singing that it turned out to be I think they actually banned that song from radio for a minute. Can you imagine that now? Yes, Yes, he did. (laughs) (laughs) But it's just funny because that was just truthfully normal to me. And looking back, I'm like, hey, wait, that that was not so norm, you know, but (laughs) what a gift. What a gift because I I thought everybody wrote songs. I thought everybody sang that kind of, and so that's been my norm. And it's a funny thing, a full circle moment for me. Uh, many hundred years later, I wrote a lullaby project for my oldest daughter called Country Lullaby. And, or Lullaby Country, I'm sorry. And um, my daughter gave me the epiphany. She goes, you know, I thought all parents wrote their, their children entire lullaby CDs. I thought it was weird that somebody else's mom just baked cookies and she didn't write their kids' songs. And I thought, that's how that happens. You know, it's whatever you're growing up with is what you think is normal. Now, I'm going to ask you in that, and I love that, and thank you for sharing that wonderful story about the legendary late great Conway Twitty, because that's awesome. I, I, I love that, and I, and please, listeners, go check out this, this like, unbelievable legend. Um, but So I'll ask you about your songwriting, and I ask every songwriter on here, are you one of those people that sits down and says, okay, it's uh, Wednesday, I'm getting off the life box, and I'm going to go write a song? Or is it, does the mood have to hit you, or how does it work for you, ma'am? 
I love that question because it, it's different for everyone, and I don't have any um, one set answer, but for me, I have to be inspired. Either I'll wake up in the morning and the song is truthfully already running in my head, you know, which I can't explain other than it has to be God doing that. Right. I, I just feel like I'm the, thank you, honey. I feel like I am the um, person just holding the pen at that point. Um, sometimes I'll be in the, the water, like around the pool where I'm truthfully the most relaxed and lyrics will come to me or a melody will come to me. But I have to be in a complete rap, relaxed state to have it come to me. When I have, I, I can write the other way, and I have written, like I wrote uh, with Lori Morgan, her whole entire album, I Walk Alone. And those are the times that we made appointments to write, and we would ask her what she's gone through during that week, and we'd write about that. Um, but I truthfully find the songs that are most meaningful to me or that touch people's hearts are ones that I did not write myself. By meaning that, I, I mean they came to me. And now, do you kind of like write down like half the song and come back tomorrow, or is it most times a one deal with you? Um, sometimes it's just an idea. Like, I'll wake up and I'll just go, hmm, I, that's an interesting way of putting something or a melody or whatever. And then I'll get in the pool, and then the melody keeps taunting me until I put words to it. Um, and sometimes I don't finish in one day. Sometimes it takes two or three days. It's honestly like putting a big, giant puzzle together. <laughs> you know, you hear one piece of the puzzle, and then you got to put the second piece with it, and it's, and then you have this big, beautiful puzzle, and then you go, now what? You know, do you, do you frame it? Do you put it back in the box? You know, it's, Speaking- it's interesting, the concept of how that, that happens. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking with, by the way, you know, I love your paintings, by the way. I was looking at your paintings, and the piano one's awesome. Well, thanks. I, um, my husband, T.G. Shepard, I don't know if anybody, you know, even connected that dot, but he thought maybe I could do that, and so he bought me a little oil painting kit, and the very first painting that I did was of a coffee cup, and I took it to get it framed for him, because he wrote the best part of waking up is soldiers in your cup. I know, really? Yes, he did. So I thought that would be a cute gift to give to him, and I took it to get it framed, and somebody wanted to buy it there in the frame shop, and I thought, hmm, I could I could maybe do this for fun, you know, <laughs> for a living, and, and I did for quite some time. I really had a, a good time with it. You know, I have to be in the, creatively, I have to either be songwriting or painting. I can't do both at the same time. It confuses my brain. So I, got you. I haven't painted in a while because I've been focusing on the music. Well, and, and you're doing a great job. And speaking of legendary T.G. Shepard, do you have a song on Old Soul? And could you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, I love singing with my husband. We have so much fun together. And one of my favorite songs of all time that my mom played when I was growing up was Ingleborg Humperdinck's version of Fondo, Fondo, Fondo. What a singer. Some people aren't familiar with that song. Oh, he's incredible. So um, Michael Buble came out with that song years later. And, you know, I thought, I'm tapping back in time, so I'm going to go back and T.G. and I were fortunate enough to go to um, Italy last year on vacation. And while there, we got in the gondola, and there was no music playing. And I thought, this is not kind of what I thought. I thought it was going to be more romantic. <laughs> so I turned on Engelbert Humperdinck's version of Fondo, and we sang to that, you know? And I thought, if I ever have a chance to record that song, I will. 
And so I was lucky to have my partner sing it with me. It brings back that sweet memory for me of being in Italy together. That is that is amazing, and, and, and I, I'm so looking forward to hearing that because I loved his last album. By the way, it was fantastic. Uh, oh, I'll make sure and tell him. Yes, I was uh, really tickled to have, I guess, three or four songs on that album, and uh, I, I had to go through a screening process to get my songs cut by this man. You know that? <laughs> you know, you didn't know any people. <laughs> <laughs> I knew nobody. I had to go through the whole process. <laughs> So I'm going to ask you a question, man, just a, a real quick, and I, and I know we're right, running slightly over, so I hope you bear with me for just a moment. Um, what's your guilty pleasure right now outside of music? Are you binging on Netflix, or are you, what are you, what are you guys doing to keep normal? That is a great question. What am I doing? Um, well, I'm really happy that it's summertime, because I, I love to swim, and I love to be in the pool all the time anyway, but that's always my guilty pleasure, but... On top of that, we love to put the top down on the car and drive until we cannot drive anymore. We get lost. And love that. sometimes we can't figure our way out or way back. Thank goodness for GPS on the phone. <laughs> but um, it's so much fun to just get lost, you know, and and dream and look at houses. And we just, we just love our quality time together. It's something that we did not have time or take the time to do prior to the pandemic. So that has been a blessing for us. What about you? I, I, I love, I love that. And, and that's a wonderful, what is your guilty pleasure? Um, I, spending time with my children, grandchildren, my girl, that kind of thing, you know, enjoying life, uh, making great calls to my mother and telling her how much I love her and how she's my hero. So, you know, oh, I know I'm the same. I, I love to go see my mom. I bring her milkshakes when I can. And I just, Oh, I just love her so much. I want to hug her so badly, you know? I, I snuck one in the other day. I, I, Yeah, my mom lives in Pennsylvania, so it's like all of a sudden this traveling stuff hasn't been easy, so haven't done it yet. Yeah. I need to. Um, I, I, I want to say with, with this album, I mean, you have so many great songs on here, and I couldn't, uh, and, and I will be going and looking up and listening to the bits of them later on on iTunes, And uh, but I had already written up part of a review on uh drive already it's already out there because it's fantastic and when you put it on facebook i was i was uh already giving you giving you kudos on it because i loved it um yay you make me so happy thank you but I, i'll tell you one thing i'm i'm gonna say you did a gladys knight song on here i think it's her version of it um i've mm -hmm. got i've got used to you my, my imagination yeah that's that. That's off off the cover of Gladys Knight, right? It's what? That's off the cover of Miss Gladys Knight, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, when I was a little girl, my mom used to play that song, and I would put my roller skates on and skate out in the carport, and I really thought I might be her. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to hear. She you took do over my body. <laughs> I'm going to go listen to that later on, but I want to hear you do Midnight Train in Georgia because I think you would just oh. rock the place. But, um, oh, well, maybe on the next album, I'll try that. <laughs> Definitely for sure. Is there anything you want to say? Oh, and by the way, I, 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 want, I want to bring up because I'd be wrong to do so in such a hard time to show everybody. By the way, and I hope you don't mind, you know, you, you, you were a cancer survival and congratulations and thank God for that. On there, And I wanted thank to bring you. that up. Well, yeah, it's nothing I try to hide. I'm just grateful to be here. And, you know, I think the way I got through that, if I can inspire somebody else, is if you've been hit with something that dark and that 
you know, scary, um, you try to find some way to, to get put humor into your life. You know, look at some, look, find a funny movie to watch or turn to your favorite comics or something because laughter truly can heal you and get you through some really tough times. And that's what I chose to do. I just, I just looked at things as not a death sentence. I looked at it as a life sentence. And I encourage people to, to live more boldly if they get hit with something like that because life is very, very, very fragile and short. I thank you. I, I know I kind of blindsided you with that, and forgive me for that, I, but I love your message that you say about it, and I was hoping that you were going to say that because I think people need a lot of that right now, and I think that you're one of those beacons that can shine that out there like that with that kind of message. Thank you. I, I, if that's the, if one person can be helped by that journey, that's all worth it to me, you know, and it, it's um, something that I hope to never go through again, but I'm grateful that I did because it, it taught me to live much larger and more appreciatively. I, lo- I love that. Uh, and God bless you for that. Now, ma'am, where can everybody find you on social media? Go check me out on kellylang.net. Uh, you'll be able to hear most of the album from that website on their iTunes link there on the front page. And we're opening a new store this week with a lot of new products. And, you know, you'll be able to hear the upcoming news and different articles that are coming out and different quotes from artists that have liked the album already. So, you know, I encourage you, kellylang.net. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, I mean, it, it comes out September 18th, 2020. I highly encourage you to go pick up Old Soul by Miss Kelly Lang. This is this is a, really looks forward to being a fantastic album. Um, congratulations, ma'am. I, I think that you're really going to hit one out of the park with this one. And you're precious. <laughs> I hope that radio has this on everywhere because it needs to be because these songs are, are, are classic and legendary. Well, you are. That's what I'm going to say. That's the end this. You're very appreciated. Thank you so much for your time. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Kelly Lang, thank you, ma'am. You have a very wonderful day. Be safe, wonderful, and, and you take care, and please come back on again. Please have me. Thank you so much. Take care, Thanks ma'am. Thank you for your listeners, too. Take care. Okay, bye-bye.